Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. This is actually episode 19. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So we took a little break from our big three um, to talk about our, our favorite gangster movies, gangster actors. I know the, the Johnny Death fan club is probably coming after me, but I, I welcome it. Uh, so today we're going to get back on our big three topic. Uh, for those that may have missed it, a uh, couple of weeks ago, Complex did the, the rankings of the big three, um, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and J. Cole uh, from 2010 to present day. Um, ranking them each year one, two, three. So, in episode seventeen, we broke down our, our top five most favorite uh, K Dot projects. Uh, this episode, we're gonna break down our top five favorite J Cole projects, and then on, I guess it's fitting for him to be episode twenty. Um, even though everybody that's been listening to this podcast for a while now knows how I feel about Drake, um, we'll be ranking his top five projects. So how you how you feeling today, Tommy? I uh, actually I'm I'm excited to talk a, a little bit more about J Cole, man. Like, um, of course, you know we got to give J Cole his flowers. I think of out of the big three, I think that um, he probably gets the least. Uh, you know, least respect out of all, you know, out of the big three. So, yeah, I agree. And I, I think um, this might be a hot take. He may be my favorite out of the big three. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, that's why it's the big three. I mean, J. Cole deserves his flowers, and he's definitely one of the goats, man, in the game. Um, I think he came a long way, but it's good to watch his rise, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think he got still got a long way to go in hip hop, and he's definitely one of the goats, man. Yeah. So I I think what and we've talked and go back to our last bonus episode. There is a a definite um, gap between the big three and their their peers or their counterparts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the closest we came to put somebody maybe on their same level as future. Right. I don't think future work, um, when we talk about albums, so I think we both agree future has, what, one iconic album, maybe two, but the the second one I'm thinking about include is a co-project with Drake. Uh. I don't know because I, I like I think his first uh, when you go back and listen to Future first album, I think that's that's that might be up there too. Maybe one skip. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't make the <laughs> well. We had issues with the complex um, um, list right. uh, from a few weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> the the complex. What was it? The fifty album with no skips on with it. No skips. Which I and they missed out on a lot of those, but it was just going off of uh, one man's uh, one man's take. God, what was his name? The Prezi, Prezi or yeah, it was P- Prezi? <laughs> yeah, it was Prezi. Uh, it was off of his take, but um, 
Yeah, I I definitely think that future is the is the, he's on that Mount Rushmore. Um, the honorable mentions of that were uh, Big Sean, of course, Meek Mill. Uh, some may say Wale. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because when you think about it, like with uh with projects, Wale got a couple of of uh, good projects that were um that yeah. were steady. Mm-hmm. You know where some guys have projects, and and the thing about Wale's projects, his songs weren't forgettable. Yeah, it's a couple of future albums that had like good singles, but the album the album were is, terrible. Yeah, the albums were terrible. My Eminem say the albums in my trash. <laughs> yeah, like it was terrible. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Eminem, the um. They had a um, a re-release of the uh, Eminem show. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, Royce Five Nine is. I was following. He posted, and that's how I. Yeah, they had a re-release of that album. So, um, if you if you're a new fan to uh, that particular album, go check it out. And I heard they added like bonus songs, songs that didn't make the cut, the first initial cut from that album. They yeah. added on those. Yeah, songs. I Some saw. Things. Yeah. Because, yes, quite a few songs on it, actually. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what are all these extra songs on there after re-release? But then um, I got the story behind it by going on Eminem's uh, Instagram handle. And then he explained that some of these songs, like, he really liked. But back then, they only could put out, you know, it wasn't like right now <laughs> with this generation. And they had, like, 50 songs on one CD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh oh, the the Chris Brown fan club will get after. You. I had yeah. some I had some students trying to crucify me the other day because I was like I'm not a big fan of here like that. Dude. Yeah, man, he got a he got a following. That's he tough. might have the male. He might be the male version version of Beyonce when it comes to fan clubs, bro. He is up there, man. You I can't believe like how. I, I guess they they serious like yeah we because you know with us like I guess we don't look at it like that but I didn't realize like how iconic of a figure that he was like he's an international iconic figure yeah they made him seem like he was Michael Jackson at a generation <laughs> man I'm telling you I'm telling you oh you know what I want to also mention Rodney that also did you hear that the NBA is expanding. In, I want to say, 2024. I didn't hear that, but... Yeah, they're talking about adding teams to Las Vegas in the Seattle region, bringing back the Supersonics. I can see both of those. Um, Seattle has went far too long now without a franchise. Um, I still have my Seattle Supersonic hat somewhere. It was... That is an iconic franchise, and the colors were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Las Vegas, I could definitely see. um, Which would be great for them. I I definitely want to see that. I want to see that for Las Vegas. They already have an awesome uh, WNBA franchise and 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 NFL and and NHL. And they all draw well, too. Yeah. Um, Every time I tune into a Las Vegas, whether it's the Raiders, the Aces, the Governor Knights, like, is well attended, so. Right. Um, the problem with that, oh, so I'll go back to uh, the problem with them uh, getting a baseball franchise, if anybody's wondering. They don't feel like they'll get a big draw from baseball, so the odds of them getting a baseball team are very, very slim. Yeah, and I know it's already, I was reading somewhere, like, 
the basketball arena is already supposed to be <laughs> under construction. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, right off the strip, basically. Right. I thought that they would actually share the same arena as the Golden Knights and the um, as the Aces, but I'm not sure of a T-Mobile arena. Yeah. Because I think that's only like, what, uh, 17,000? I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. But um, so with them adding two teams to the West, that pushes two teams from the West to the East. So a lot of people were discussing which two teams would be pushed to the East. Chicago. Memphis, well, Chicago's already in the East, but they were talking about adding Memphis. Memphis makes sense, and New Orleans kind of makes sense. I thought New Orleans, too, or but Minnesota. A lot of people were saying Minnesota. That's what I was going to say. People were saying Minnesota. So they were saying either it's going to either be New Orleans, but New Orleans is a little bit closer to Houston. I don't know that that, that whole thing yeah is it's kind of the same thing. I mean Minnesota, New Orleans, along that Mississippi River line. Mm-hmm. I think those Minnesota is a definite Memphis. I could see because Nashville and Memphis aren't that far apart to begin with. Right, they're like a hop, skip, and a jump, even from us. So. And then, then when you look at the uh, the time frame and the scheduling, it, it definitely makes sense too. I always thought that Minnesota was supposed to be in the same division as us. Um, I mean, it makes sense. We're in the same yeah. division for football. Yeah. Uh, uh, baseball. Baseball. Uh, even in college. Like, <laughs> everything. everything like, Logically, it just Yeah, it just seems- makes sense. Like, I never understood, like, you got all of us in the same region, then somehow they just branched them off, and it just never made sense to me. But yeah, so I mean, 20- you, I think you add them to logically the central. You have Minnesota, Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit, mm-hmm. Indiana. Right. That makes sense. You throw New Orleans in there with the Hawks and uh, Orlando and all of them. Right. Or Memphis, either or, or. Can you imagine that draw, though, playing those guys four times? I would love to see Memphis and Minnesota play the Pistons. Yeah, you get Job Morant more. Yeah. Um, Cat. Mm-hmm. You get to see them more in the division. And I can imagine us having Minnesota in our division and then I mean, it, those guys play four times. It strengthens the Eastern Conference, too, because there's been the knock that the East it, has played little brother. Yeah, that's true. It has. Yeah, you're right I'm about that. I'm trying to think. It's, low. it's the Pistons. It's the 04 Pistons, the last non-LeBron James team to win, it, to win the NBA title. No. It's the San Antonio Spurs. Well, there it was. I'm Oh, you talking about Eastern Conference? Yeah, you're right. Um, Cause let's see, minute. LeBron was on Cleveland. They won the title. He was on Miami. Nope, Toronto Raptors. Oh yeah, yeah. The the cloth. I yeah. <laughs> almost you almost forget. I hate to say that because uh, Kawhi <laughs> had one of the most memorable shots in NBA history, and but the least impactful <laughs> player that you think about in NBA history. When you think about it, because a lot of people like bypass. So think about this this whole uh, this whole NBA. Uh, the whole time LeBron's been in there, right? Just think about his whole era. This whole era of NBA basketball. When you talk about the top players, everybody always says LeBron, 
KD, Steph, like, I know he's been hurt, but nobody thinks about this man. Kawhi or Paul George. No, yeah, nobody thinks about them at all. Kobe. So, like, and, that, and that's why, and I think we talked about this on a few podcasts ago, like, I almost feel like moving to the East would be a better move for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Because um, off the top of my head, can never count off the heat. Right. I don't – I've been on record. I don't like Mike Boonholzer in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, we know you on the record for that. But I think the, I think they have a little easier path because I don't – with Golden State ownership in place, mm-hmm. they've shown a willingness to go over the, the salary, the cap, and the luxury tax tr- threshold. Uh, so you still have them – I could see uh, Ballmer and the Clippers ownership doing whatever it takes. They're about to open a new arena. Right. Uh, the Lakers, as much as they've been dysfunctional, you can never discount them. That's true, too. Uh, so I, I just – Denver. I, I believe Denver's going to be, be nice because they're going to get back a lot of key players that were injured last season. Yeah, I I just feel like the path may be a little bit easier. Utah, depending on what happens with Donovan Mitchell. Um, and Rudy, they're both like uh, – well, actually, Donovan Mitchell. Phoenix. He has more years. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix. I don't know. They're an interesting predicament. Uh, Chris Paul is older. Mm-hmm. Let's be happy to see what happens with DeAndre Aiden. I believe that uh, the Phoenix Suns just need to add uh, a few more players. I, Cameron Payne didn't show up this season. Not like the uh, last season. Last season he was amazing. Played great defense. He, this season he didn't do too much. And you're sleeping on my Sacramento Kings, man. <sighs> Can we get into this J. Cole topic? He didn't brought up the you, I know you are one of the few people I know that – Go do that. That ride for for the Kings. Because they're going to be, I believe. The Kings are who we thought they were. (laughs) I I believe in the Fox. I believe in Sabonis, man. I think they gave away two. I believe in Fox, but I believe he'll he'll be more successful somewhere else. I don't see him staying in Sacramento. I I hope you're right. These these are not the Chris Webber. Page of Jason Williams, uh, yeah. Sacramento Kings of the past, unfortunately. I thought that they, they blew up things too fast, man, because I really like Halliburton, and then I like Buddy Hill, and then they got rid of those guys. And then they sent um, then Bags, you got rid of Marvin Bags. Bagley here to Detroit, which I think was an underrated move by the Pistons. But I think Bagley is freaking awesome, but that Sacramento franchise is just – it, I don't know what to say anymore. Dysfunctional. Yeah, because you could put anybody they're, on the team. They're an example of, of bad ownership. Yeah, that's true, too. I just think that they just need uh, – I think right now with the, the coach that they have, I think they'll be okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this J. Cole topic, people. <laughs> um, J. Cole, Jermaine Cole, uh, put – Fayetteville, North Carolina on the map. Didn't know where Fayetteville, North Carolina was before J. Cole. (laughs) 
Uh, it's messed up, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, f- God, does he qualify as the first big signing of Rock Nation, kind of? I wouldn't say that. I would say the first big signing to uh, Rock Nation would probably be like Rihanna and then Neo. Because he was in that bundle with them. So who do you think came out better? That's a good one before we get started. Who came out better out of that bundle? J. Cole. Hell, no. Rihanna's like way like popular than J. Cole. I'm just <laughs> thinking musically, though. Rihanna's way more popular <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like <laughs> I'll get she's a billionaire, so I can yeah, concede like, to that. Uh, how the hell did that happen? That just happened overnight, too, didn't it? It was just like she came out with some panties. Like she came, like, like Fenty yeah. just blew up. She got pregnant. She just had a shout out to Rihanna. She just had the baby with ASAP Rocky. All this happened yesterday. It just feel like maybe I'm tripping. And then Neil, like, he was pretty popular. Too. Yeah, he's. He's actually there. He's been consistent. Um, yeah. If he if he's not on a song, he might have written one of your favorite songs. Who knows? Yeah, um, that's true. So I believe he got. I mean, I think three that just albums under his belt. The first one, the second one, and the third one. After that, it was just like the first two. I'll give you the second one. The first two, yeah, I'll give you the first two. The, the third, third one, one, that was dope too. You gotta listen to it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen yeah, to that you third be one. Like this mother lover, bro. Okay, but I think that speaks to the eye for talent that um, Sean Corey Carter has had. I I cannot. This guy, man, is a fucking genius, bro. How can you come? Think about all the talent that he's found. And then signing the Rock Nation and the guys that he brought with him. Like, he gave you a lot of iconic people. Yeah. Didn't he say he made, like, more millionaires? Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. So let's get into Jermaine Cole, his top five best albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first with my number five. Uh-huh. Let's see here what you gonna come up with here, sir. So I'm going with his first album. That's my, that's my fifth best one from him. Um, oh. Cold World, the sideline story. Love the intro where he talks about the day he got signed. <laughs> Dollar in a Dream uh, Three. That is by far still one of my favorite songs of all time. I, I'm surprised that this is your number five though. If you think it should be higher? Yeah, I really like this album. <laughs> but it's just yours though. You know, I can't, yeah, yeah, this is yours though. Lights, please. I mean, Mister Nice Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, in the morning with Drake. Mm-hmm. So this is very close to a classic. Might be one skip in here. Might be one skip, but other than that, it might be. A classic. That's what I was saying. Like, I got, some, I, I got like, some more. Okay. See, and this is my, this is my thing that makes J Cole my favorite artist out the big three. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I will say is I don't think there's a lot of separation between all his albums. They're consistent, right? 
No, I no, I I give you that. Cause uh when I tell you J. Cole comes out with consistent, legit work, like his albums is is fire. So I understand how Rodney, you know, can choose this album. All the albums, in my opinion, since he gives you like good albums nonstop, they kind of can fluctuate depending yeah. on your mood. You know what I mean? Like, cause uh, like I said, sometimes I might slide with Born Center. Sometimes I might slide with Cold World, Forest Hills Drive, KOD. I don't know the off season now, but my number five is the Friday Night Lights. I thought they. I thought that. I go, so it's a. I, I didn't include it because I know some people will say it's a mixtape. So yeah, I, yeah, it is a mixtape. But I thought it was like it was pretty. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, I thought it so, was dope. Like so, that would probably be my number five. Like I. It brought back memories. Yeah. It's twelve years ago, so it brought back a little bit of memories for me. So you know, yeah, that's like, that's a classic mixtape though. Yeah, just, definitely a classic. Um. Yeah, man. Like I, if you know, I thought that was a good introduction. I know it, you had to come up to warm up, and then the Friday Night Lights was dope. So, um, what's your next one, number four? Okay, number four. You just actually mentioned this album, album Kod. Okay. Okay. Um, photograph. I love that song. ATM. The whole songs five, six, seven, eight. ATM. Motivation basically, Kevin's heart, mm-hmm. and then brackets are like a whole vibe within the album itself. A whole vibe, a whole. Vibe. Uh, the whole the the friends song where he's playing Kill Edwards basically. Mm-hmm. Love that song. The whole 1985 brought back flashbacks of when. We had the great disc records, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, and then hopefully we do get the Fall Off album. Um, I know that was supposed to be next, and then he yeah. did the off-season. So, but KOD. And then I love the videos that go with with the album, the ATM video, the Kevin Hart. Uh, All the, the videos was fire. Yeah. Not going to even lie. Videos was fire. And I think this particular album, it kind of um, the the reason with, with this album, a lot, it drew a lot of media attention because they felt like he was talking to, you know, the the pill popping uh, young generation. Yeah, skinny, you know, uh, he album. got a re- he got a response from uh, Cordier. Yeah, from well, from old, YBN, from old ni- old niggas. Yeah. He got a response also from Kodak. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a response from. You know a what lot it reminded me of? Pump. It, a lot when, of people. When Nas said hip hop is dead, you had everybody. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of people. I think this uh, this particular album drew a lot of attention to. Um, so no, I, I feel you on this one. I feel you on this one, Rodney. Um, you're gonna we're gonna revisit Kod in a minute because it's higher in minds. But the next one. Now I'm going to go to Cold World, The Sideline Story. <laughs> I thought it would just have been a little bit higher. I know you got it as your... Uh, Uh-oh, he, he leaving <laughs> off one of my favorite uh, uh, J. Cole uh, album I have on here. I now know that. Yeah, because no, you had it as like number five, and I was like, wait a minute. This has to be like number four t- territory, so I know you got something special cooking because like, this is like number four and up territory, but... 
Um, it was close to not put this as my number three. So, because like you said, it just literally is like one skip. But, oh man, yeah, I really enjoyed this album a lot. I like uh, In the Morning with Drake. <laughs> I know you. Mm-hmm. I know you. I, I mean, Can't Get Enough with Trey Songs. I mean, when you think Mr. Nice Watch, uh, I mean, Nobody's Perfect. The collabs on this album yeah, were amazing, were man. killer. Yeah, like, I just, I just, I, uh, man, this is why I said I needed more collabs from him. And then you told me that, no, which is his best body of work? Don't get me wrong. We're going we gonna to revisit that in a few, but. I love seeing J. Cole with, on collabs, man. I think he has some of the best collabs in the industry, man. Seriously. That's a good a good segue into my number three. <laughs> Here we go. Because this is the album where he came back with the collaborations on uh-huh. the off season. Ah, uh, yeah, he did. He started it off with the 95 Soft with Cameron on it. Which I like. Uh, my Life. 21 Savage is on there. Love it. Pride is a Devil with Little Baby. Oh, yeah. Like that one. My favorite song on the album, though, is one without a feature. It's actually The Climb Back. Okay. That's actually one of my songs. I like the whole album. Mm -hmm. Um, The Climb Back is, is one of my favorite songs, too. But Hunger on Hillside is my yeah, favorite. That, that's, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, that's up there too. Yeah, that's my favorite, man. The hell, that was a great way to to end the album. Um, you talk about book ending the album, starting off with '95 Soft and then ending it with Hunger on the Hillside. Yeah, oh man, that that's why I say I think because and this is where I and Drake I, take notes. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think I get what you're saying when we talk about the big three and you talk about the way the album layout is because J Cole does a damn good job with the album layout and i think kendrick does too matter of fact kendrick had it if you listen to the damn album he actually came back out with the yeah. album again in reverse mm-hmm. <laughs> and fucking like it, it sound like it's that's how it was supposed to be too so yeah just yeah and like i said that's always been my biggest knock on drake is i hate the his album layout yeah Which, they don't say remember i'm for hire drake <laughs> Like, they don't segue. Okay, so my next album. Now we can go back and we can revisit KOD because I believe KOD is my number three. Just a little bit higher. Um, God, he, <laughs> what album is he leaving off, people? Uh, I just I believe that KOD was at that time. It was it was perfect for me. Um, I think that's a hell of an album. Um, it made 2018 exciting because whenever you see J. Cole, he takes two years off. And he came back and we needed him at that two years. Um, the album that I... Okay, so leading up to the KOD album, he did come out with For Your Eyes Only, which it's I thought was... That's an honorable mention for me. Which is an honorable mention for me too because a lot of people say like they really like that album. I thought that it was okay. Um... I just was surprised, like, after you took a couple years off and you came out with that one, For Your Eyes Only gave me, like, it felt like it was like a mixtape or, like, just like a, a, a letter to the fans saying, I ain't forgot about you. 
and then I feel like for your eyes only. I feel like as J Cole is a very private person, but just had his daughter seeing my it was. I feel like it's also a love letter to his, like his family too in some ways. Ah, uh, okay, all right. So I kind of because because you get she's my part one, she's my part two. The whole fold clothes for you. Um, from when the, they, I, I, in some respects, I, I see it as him making that transition to. I was a bachelor, or you know, I was messing around with my girl. Now I got kids, and right. It just felt like it. That album felt like a conscious hip hop. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that one isn't, and it's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste. But I, I kind of got the vibes though, so I was rolling with it. But it's, it's an honorable mention for me. But definitely, um, Kod is my number three. Okay, so my number two. It's Born Center. It's my number two also. Okay. Just. <laughs> this is a classic for me. It is. It's a classic album. It's a classic album. I think if if you want to argue with some people might argue, this might be. This could be argued as like one of his better albums. If you think about it. Because. I mean, he gave you 16 songs on here. Um, I mean, of course, there's a couple skits here and there and a couple interludes. But I thought that this album was just, everything just went well. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it's the perfect, like, if you put a puzzle together, it'll come out as more center. Yeah. I just, I really like the album a lot. Um, it wasn't, a lot of people say, well, if you like this album, why wasn't it in your tops? Because I like Born Center, but we talking Drake and Kendrick Lamar. So, of course, Born Center was the one that had to get sacrificed. <laughs> so, I, I'm just saying, like, so if people like, damn, you you really like this Born Center album. He, I really like this album. He sacrificed J. Cole's I Sacrificed Drake. If go back and listen to our um, top yeah. five album from the big three. Yeah, but. I have one Drake album on it. He has one J. Cole album yeah, on his. Because, like I said, it was a, it was a tough honorable mention. I had. This album is like my number six. It was an honorable mention, but which I don't means know, it was tough out here in these streets, man. He left the off season off you, his list. I don't even think you had Marvin's room on the uh, on the J Cole thing at all, did you? I mean, on the uh, on the big three, you didn't. And that's like that's crazy. And I, I think Marvin's room is better than this. I'm just saying. We're we'll, talking we'll, about J. Cole. I'm we'll sorry. get into our Drake debate yeah. next week. Yeah, we're talking mm-hmm. about J. Cole. We give him his flowers. You're giving me um, trimmers yeah. already. <laughs> so what's your number one, sir? Because uh, it's obvious I left the off season off. Yeah. I, I love the album. Of course. Oh, yeah. That's our best both for our number ones. Uh, the intro... January 28th, Fire. Wet, wet Dream. Fire. I feel like any adolescent boy can Fire. can relate. Yes. 03 Adolescence. Fire. Tell it, a tell of Two Cities. More fire, more fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Firing with Squad. Love it. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite song now. Yeah. Uh, I like. I think the next song you about to mention is my favorite song, low key. For some reason. So. <laughs> like, I don't know. Let's talk about that one. Because at first, there was the one song that I didn't like at first. What? Why? I don't know. But then I went back and listened to it, and now I, I freaking love the song. Yeah, like, when I first heard it, it was like, it, I, my ears fell in love with this song. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I think, like, and shout out to shout out to my brother, too, for putting me on this, man. He actually put me on this album, because this album came out, and it was in competition with a couple other albums, too. And, uh... He was telling me that Forest Hills Drive was the better um, album out of all the stuff that came out in 2014. And I was arguing with him left and right about it, but it was. Uh, G-O-M-D. Love it. Fire. No role models. Come on, man. Half one of the most iconic, rememberable line. Shout yeah. out to Uncle Phil. Yeah. Hello. Love it. Apparently... Love that too. Love yours is a is a if you depressed, this is one of the perfect songs to put on. Yeah. And then Note to Self, which ain't really a song and it's long as hell. It kinda remind me of the Kanye on um college yeah. dropout, the last song on there. But I still but find I still. myself listening to it just because even though it's a, supposed <laughs> to be his thank you, uh yeah, I done made it this far. I'm just going to listen to the shit anyway. That's how I felt about Kanye. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just going to listen to the shit anyway. So, it, I mean, it makes sense because after this classic status of all of this whole album, note to self, it, it fits well. I needed that at the end. So, fuck it. Just give it to me. Okay, so some album we left off. We already talked about For Your Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. Um, Truly Yours. Probably the weakest one in his catalog, if you were to ask me. Yeah, that's true. And then, I'm not counting, because I know some asshole is going to say this. We didn't mention any of the Dreamville albums, but I don't count them as J. Cole albums. No, I, I don't count those as, as uh, J. Cole albums either. Um, you left the off-season off your list. We both left Truly Yours. Yeah. Um, you didn't have Friday Night Lights on yours? Yeah, because I considered it a mixtape. Had I considered an album, it probably would have came in Bob or Forrest. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of people don't... Um, they feel the same way you feel, too. It's considered as like a mixtape. So, kind of... Uh, but like so, I said, it was just like one of those build up albums. Yeah, uh, I do feel like his 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 catalog's been very consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's like he takes a year year or two off before, um, which which I um, appreciate. Uh, his album layouts. I feel like if I had to rank who who puts together. Uh, album layoff the best among the big three he would be number one uh, K-Dot would be a close number two mm-hmm. and then Drake you over there in the abyss somewhere <laughs> I'm a, uh, 
I don't know. That's this tough. I, can I do a one A one B with J Cole and Kendrick? Because I think they both do a damn good uh, segue into. Albums. Yeah, that's. I I feel so. And we can talk about this more next week when we get get into Drake. I feel like Drake suffers from um, his album layouts. I feel like he he's a better. Like his his strength among the big three is mm. is the single. Uh, he has more commercial radio. Yeah, material. I was gonna say I think like he got his um songs got more commercial appeal, and I think because uh, I'll say because of like his background, it, he's able to reach like a a broader audience. Too. Yeah, he's the more uh, yeah. media friendly of them. Um, Right, Kendrick and J Cole seem to be a little bit more private. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. you could tell. That's when you can tell. Like Drake has more of like his uh, that's his Canada side there, because like I said, um, even though he could get medieval on your ass, he does have like more of a a softer approach to things and a more party approach to things. Where J Cole. I know he does, and Kendrick, they do have some cuts where they, you know, talk about partying and stuff, but a lot of their stuff is more geared towards um, uh, being woke and, like, um, you know, growing up and going through trials and tribulations where Drake is more, like, party atmosphere, uh, love song. Popping bottles. Yeah, stuff like that nature. So I think a lot of people realize if you want to listen to some things that make you think and kind of make you depressed a little bit or – Sometimes you might, you know, catch a song here and there that make you feel good. Then, of course, you'll go with Kendrick and uh, J. Cole. But if you want to have a good time and kind of just, like, breeze through an album. So Drake is the ditty of the big three? Uh, you know, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even give him that title because he, he's not a dancer. Yeah, that's you know, true. He's he not a dancer. But I'll say he's more like the uh, feel-good vibe of the group. Oh, so... Just real quick, mm-hmm. um, the Las Vegas Aces is playing in Chicago Sky right now. Ah, yeah. wait a minute. Well, you know this is time, uh, so a lot of people would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's May twenty eighth right now, right. but because um, Canada Parker is his girl, Asia Wilson is my girl. Las yeah. Vegas is up by sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, hey, Candace Park got a couple of titles under her belt. I'm just saying, I don't think Las Vegas ever won a title at no, no rings. They, they will this year, though. You, you heard it here first. That hand I, looking kind of big. I told y'all Golden State was going to make it to the, the finals. And I think we both agree they're going to win it, too. But Yeah, you called that one. You called that one. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough, but I do believe Golden State going to come out with it. Um, another thing I wanted to say, too, about uh, J. Cole. Um, so, offseason did come out in 2021. Do you think he's going to wait, have us wait till 2023? Or do you think he's going to come out with a project so- this year? I don't see him coming out with another one this year. Yeah. I I don't. I feel like the off season came because I want to say it came out closer to the end of twenty twenty one. 
Um, no, it actually came out uh, around this time. Oh yeah, May. So so, I would I like to see a J Cole project this year? Definitely. Um, do I feel like if we'll get one? Probably not. If we do, I see the I see it like a December ish. Like I could see late. Yeah. Fourth quarter, um, like a December release, um, of twenty twenty two. Right. So I don't. F- One thing I will say: no matter what Kendrick or or Drake does, J Cole feels no pressure. Kendrick, damn sure that's fully pressure <laughs> to do whatever. <laughs> because if you think about like all these guys' albums. I mean, Drake, like I said, Drake hits you every year with an album. So you kind of got to, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think this would be, with things going on right now, I think we need another J. Cole album. You know what I'm saying? With the climate and the way things are going with like the war and all that stuff. I know he gave us a Dreamville album, but that's more of a collab album. I kind of want to yeah, hear his body work yeah. now. Especially, you know, you know, the, things going the, on. Like, yeah, the Dreamville album does maybe want another J. Cole album. Yeah. So I definitely, I, I'm looking for it, but I know, like you said, it's um, not Shout out to Dreamville. Come. I do love that uh, Dreamville album from this year. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. When I first listened to it, um, of course, you know, I, I thought it was cool. I liked it, but I think it's growing on me more and more. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, the next man that we gonna talk about, um, in the upcoming weeks, <laughs> uh, you don't consider him to be ahead of the big three, but of course I consider him to be ahead of the big three. My question to you, Rodney, is when it's all said and done. I know we're talking about J. Cole. <laughs> Kendrick just put out a crazy body of work, and, you know, Drake is Mr. Consistency. When it's all said and done, who do you think will have the most memorable career out of the big three? <sighs> I, 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 you know my heart wants to say anybody but Drake, but <laughs> <laughs> my head said it, it will be Drake, unfortunately. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to just know where your stance was. <laughs> it wasn't a setup question. <laughs> it wasn't a setup question. No, I believe that Drake does have my mind is telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, Drake is gonna have the uh, most memorable career, man. It just feels like the songs that he had. Now, now the I feel like J Cole will have the most impact on me. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. I think um, J Cole and the way he carries himself in the media, um, along with uh, with Kendrick too. Even though J Cole is more, um, I think it just just me just on the outside looking in, I feel like J Cole is like more like reserved. And I seen him like but, riding a bike. Yeah, but the funny thing yeah, is like, like at the like Drake is man. cool. He the person that you always see out and about, but. J. Cole is the person I would want to hang out with out of the three. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. I just feel like, because I want to, 
I, I feel like J. Cole is like the Andre 3000 of our time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it feel like that's another, that's like the Andre 3000 that we wanted. Yeah. Um, Minus not, the flute. I, I feel like I could talk sports with Drake, but not like I could talk sports with like J. Cole. So I feel like Drake is already biased, so. <laughs> no, it just feel like, it feel like J. Cole is probably going to kick you, kick some knowledge to you, like. Yeah, like I would love to like sit courtside at an NBA game, just sitting next to J. Cole and shoot the shit and pick his brain and Right. Yeah, that's true. I think um okay, so who do you think is the biggest trendsetter out of the big three? <sighs> My head once again is saying Drake, but for <laughs> Yeah, because he said trends and then people just like follow him from like fashion to to other things. Too. I'm not getting that hard cut in my damn head, though. Yeah, he's not getting the hard cut. I will, I will tattoo a butterfly on my face before <laughs> I get there. I thought he had something with the uh, the OVO, like Jordans and stuff. I know he, he signed did. Yeah, I, thought, I know he signed a deal with Nike and then a lot of people, they was hating and they act like they didn't like him. But I'm quite sure they bought him anyway. I thought the Air Force Ones he came out with was pretty dope with the hearts on them instead of the um, mm-hmm. the regular stars. That was fire, but I think only those were limited pairs. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rodney. So my next big question. Okay. Because you've been you've been saying a lot of Drake, so I'm starting to believe that you you secretly like Drake. <laughs> I just I'm just saying. So. Well, I've had to listen to him recently <laughs> to prepare for our, um, <laughs> our our Drake conversation coming up. A whole vibe. A whole vibe, man. How you laid back. It was light-skinned for a minute, wasn't you? <laughs> I know. I know. I can be light-skinned listening to the J. Cole, though. <laughs> yeah. But you super light-skinned listening to Drake. You be an emotional roller coaster following his story. Yeah. And Drake, you need some... Uh, he be telling you, you about need his an anti-depression. Yeah, <laughs> he gonna take you through there. But my next question to you, Rodney. So we always talk about impact amongst our people, and like I said, with things going on in social media and uh, with um, you know, uh, police brutality and um. So many multiple different causes, man, um, with these school shootings and just so many things going on. Um, the strong presence of uh, feminism and whom do you think out of the big three comes at you and gives you the best standpoint of everything that's going on? In society. So the quick answer is quick answer is Kendrick. Yeah. Um although I did read a very interesting article called The Emancipation of Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh might have been in New York Times. Can't uh exactly remember why I said it. But one of the issues they took issue of with Kendrick, even though it was highly praiseworthy about 
especially Kendrick Lamar being the artist that black men need. Uh, mm-hmm. What was his the the one issue that they took uh, issue with is his use of the um, N word and then the, the B word. Uh, so we're we're talking about feminism and who could have the greatest impact when it comes to um, women. I kind of lean more towards a J. Cole in that regard. Okay. I can see that too. Yeah. I can see that too. I I actually, I'm in kind of sort of agreement. Um, I feel like I want to say 1A or 1B because you, you see uh, J. Cole like out there in the forefront. I remember he was out there protesting too. Um, and J. Cole doesn't, draw too much attention to himself. Um, that just, I, I don't know if that lets you know, like, the superstar status between them and how that goes because it'll be hard for Drake to do that or Kendrick Lamar to do that out of the big three. That's why I said J. Cole is the most disrespected because if you've seen Drake walking down the street and, you know, and it's a big crowd of people, they're going to rush that man. They're gonna, cause that's how that's how popular he is. If you saw Kendrick walking down the street, I'm quite sure he is popular. People are gonna rush him. You see J Cole walking down the street, a lot of people are gonna say, "What's up, brother?" Or a lot of people are not gonna even recognize him. I think I saw somebody like on Instagram. It was like a, a dude was like, "This I guy looked like J Cole," and it was. He's like, "Oh right? shit, that is him." Oh okay, and then he just kept going. It's like that's fucked up, bro. Like that's like that's how people yeah, feel yeah, about him. Like, but in a Cole. but in a way, if I was famous, that's the type of famous I would want to be because you still have freedom of movement. Where a a Drake, a Kendrick, a LeBron James doesn't have that. Like to to be sitting on millions to to be able to go on tour, mm-hmm. but to in. A lot of aspects, still be able to enjoy your private life. I know a lot of celebrity, they miss having that uh, avenue for where they can just go out to eat and not be bothered. Uh, okay, so since we just brought this up, and I know uh, time is running, we're going to be sliding out of here in a minute, but I have one more question for you, Rodney. Define to the people and to myself in your opinion, where does their star status rely? Because do you could you consider these guys like a superstar, a megastar? Like where do you? Because so I where do, okay so my I first, feel I feel like Drake is I feel like in some regards Drake is a megastar, right? I agree. Um, Kendrick, I think borders that star superstar level. Spot on. Um. Spot on. I think J. Cole is just more so of a, a star. I agree. Like he even said in one of his songs, a B-list celebrity. Yeah. And you hit that you hit that route. I just wanted to make sure I got that clear with you and your stance and everybody else too, because that's the way I view it too. And I agree with you. If I was a celebrity, um, I would want to be in the J. Cole lane. I think it's is tough for like certain people and just like basketball players too. Like you mentioned LeBron James too in that certain aspect, that is tough because, like, 
you can't go anywhere without being the focal point, especially with him being six something. Like <laughs> so, you six eight, eight, six nine. Yeah, like, like you can't miss him if you wanted to. But um, I think J Cole bodies everything that a a down to earth celebrity is supposed to be because he's always humble. Matter of fact, he just went to a young lady's college graduation. Did you see that too? Mm-mm. Um, he made a promise to a young lady. She uh, actually hit him up and um, she said if she graduated from college um, where he attend, he actually held his promise down and attended her college graduation. So shout out to J. Cole for that. That was big time. But he didn't even get a lot of attention there too. A lot of people knew it was J. Cole and they just was like, it's J. Cole. But I, um, maybe part of it got to do with his personality because he is mm-hmm. so reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he seemed to be very much a homebody. Yeah, that's true. Seemed like he'd be that cool ass friend that come over and play video games, probably get a couple of drinks. And that's why I said, you know, yeah. sitting, sitting the course out or just sitting on the couch watching the game with him would probably be f- amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, like I know who I wouldn't want to hang out with. I wouldn't want to probably want to hang out with Drake because I watched the interview. Um, with a uh, 85 South and they had Jack Harlow on there and he was like he was hanging out with Drake and Drake um just put some money down on a random horse at the Kentucky Derby and Drake's like yeah yeah put some money down on the Jack and then Jack just bet the same amount of money that Drake did and he was like they lost and they was like fuck <laughs> like I know if I'm hanging out with Drake you gotta have a couple dollars cause your ass gonna be broke as fuck <laughs> like yeah you hanging out with J. Cole we might go to a little diner yeah. something <laughs> Hanging out with Drake, not going to be the same results. Yeah, yeah you're going to be hit. So, Rodney, I think, I, okay, I had fun talking about uh, last week with Kendrick. I think I had more fun talking about J. Cole. Not yeah, let's, let's see uh, on episode 20 if uh, OVO, Drake, yeah. if it's just as fun. All right. Okay, if you haven't, hit the subscribe button. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Motown Coney Podcast. And we'll see y'all next week on the B side. Peace.